that's so I know I've had a I've had a thick ass piece of bread at a restaurant. I don't know if it was <laughs> if it was sourdough. Uh, that's that's a fair distinction. I have nothing yeah. to say. Welcome to Just Enough to Be Dangerous, a podcast where we don't know anything about anything, but we know just enough to be dangerous. That was great. We nailed it. Welcome. Yep, I'm here for it. I'm Carrie. I'm Mitchell. That's all you gotta know about that. That's that's all you need to know. So anyway, that's a really really long winded say way to say that I do buy my produce at the store like most people. That's fair. Um, anyway, I think uh, Danielle was looking at some sort of device or contraption or whatever that like mm-hmm. is like a stand. That lettuce grow thing from uh the girl from new girl from so, jo- yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. that's exactly yep. it yeah yep yep you could put one of those in your house yeah sarah sarah mentioned it before i okay i've seen it <laughs> on instagram i have not looked into it i have no idea what it does <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming it's something very expensive that will grow a lettuce i don't know it seems a bit much for me but if i if i remember correctly it's it's mildly pricey yes okay, that's okay but i think they have a payment plan i think they have like a you can you can pay for it in installments i want to go into debt for my lettuce <laughs> hey you know what i get it dude like <laughs> i love that we're democratizing uh, sharecropping essentially we're yeah. all gonna we're all going to be sharecroppers in our apartments for Zoe D. <laughs> I offer you this head of lettuce, Zoe Deschanel, uh-huh. as a sacrifice. Listen, it's easy, okay? It's $1,500. You have 24 payments. <laughs> all you have to do is grow 17 heads of lettuce and sell each of those for $6 to six of your friends. It's right. easy. It's not a pyramid scheme at all. That's funny. So that's, yeah. That is my total and complete understanding of how that works. It does. <laughs> the pictures make it look like it's a great idea. And, and I think Sarah has said, Sarah, Zoe D, um, uh, uh, the plant thing, they've been using it in hospitals or schools. Schools. I thought you told me once that there was like a, okay. Are you making no, stuff that's up? Okay. Are you? I think I made that up. Okay. I can't trust anything you say anymore. That's... Yeah. Well, I told you I didn't know anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> I know not not anything at all to be dangerous. Approved it. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that's a uh, I. We we have obviously we have two cats, Lena and Maestro. Lena and Maestro, Lena, Maestro, and Abby. Okay. And I all I see if we buy that Zoe de Chanel tree of planting vegetables uh-huh. is our cats like because like like we have a balcony like we could put it on the balcony but <laughs> there has sure. to be there have to be like bee they have to be like beehives or something in the gutters hey, or, or would you say <laughs> i said queen bee no that's what we don't want <laughs> that is literally the opposite of what I think I would need in order to be able to use this tree tower or plant tower or produce tower or I don't know what it's called. Um, We're spending a lot of time talking about it and we have 
so little info. It's it's true. It's it's true. We know like, Zoe Deschanel and yeah. grow your own food, and that's it. And and we're like we're imagining like we're imagining you're imagining a scenario on how to live with it. You don't even know what it does. That's true. That, that is true. I'm trying to get my wife to tell me how they use it in hospital. <laughs> Which they don't do. <laughs> Which they don't. <laughs> and I still don't know anything about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you want to talk about just enough to be dangerous. <laughs> also, I just want to say thank you to our first sponsor, Zoe Deschanel. And Zoe Deschanel. Lettuce tree. And uh, today we're going to talk about, we're just going to talk about the, the draft. I think after, I do think after people listen to this, they would know enough to be able to sound like they knew something. Or in other words, they'd be just, they'd know, they'd be just enough. They'd know <laughs> just <laughs> enough <laughs> to be dangerous about the I draft. Think, I think we got to yeah. workshop the name. <laughs> I think the name is great, but I think trying to use it needs, pra I need pra practice. Name is great. I think everyone agrees. Name is beautiful. Name is great. Um, pretending that I'm clever enough to use it in a sentence is a little bit out of my depth. No, that's it's pretty much uh, how I feel about it as well. Yeah. But I think you agree. Once the, once, I think once we're done, you don't know what we're going to say. We don't know what we're going to say. But once we're done, I think people could get an idea of how to talk about the draft. If, you know, if you went to like a post-COVID, everyone got their COVID cards. Show it off. Let everyone know that you're you're allowed to be around each other, and everyone immediately wants to talk about the draft. And you don't care, but you know just enough to be dangerous. That's right. Okay. Yeah, this this is enough to just say something in the conversation and not have to be the guy that's like, oh, I don't, or girl, or girl. It's 2021, so anybody, anybody. You don't want to be the person who can't participate in the conversation. Exactly. It's just like my mom, when she's watching a football game, she'll, she'll just say, she'll always, and she'll say it a lot, which makes it, which really ruins the effect of it. But she'll say, <laughs> it all comes down to special teams. And it, oh my God. <laughs> that's not what I was expecting you to say at all. That's yep, fantastic. That's what she'll say, if you say that just a few times throughout the game people will be like exactly bill belichick yeah. knows that you know yeah. that you know urban know meyer knows that yeah urban meyer knows that you know what speaking of urban meyer every time i want to talk about him i always want to say urban meyers i that's that's from living in ohio for too long is it is that a is that is that an ohio thing trying to pluralize everything trying to pr pluralize store names kroger's myers yes it's an, it, I think it's an Ohio thing. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That makes a lot of. You're right, because Kroger is Kroger, not Kroger's. Correct. But we say let's go to Kroger's. It's, yep. Oh wow, I need a I need a nap. That's. Like... <laughs> and you know what? When you said when you used Meyer as an example, in my head I was gonna I was gonna say out loud I want to say Urban Meyer's like the store. Uh huh. Which is wrong. You've been conditioned, my friend. Wow. Wow. Hey. <laughs> wow. And that's it. That's the podcast. That's all you get. Yeah, I think I think people need to sit on that. Like, pause here, come back tomorrow, and you're over that revelation that we all 
walked in together. Thank you, Mitchell, for being our guide. <laughs> I have had to work very hard to not do that anymore. To say it? Yeah, to, to not yeah. add the S on the, at the end. Yeah. That's wild. You, you know, out here, this is similar, but not at all the same. Uh, <laughs> when we're talking about highways, in California, you say, like, I, you get on the 5, get on the 10. Uh-huh. Instead of saying, you know, like I assume most people say, like, you get on 70. Right. South or whatever. Which one? No, 71 is north and south, right? Yes. Oh, I hope we're wrong. So instead of saying, <laughs> get on 71 north, you know, in California, you'd say, get on the 10 north. Is that, I wonder if that has anything to do with, like, Liberals? Well, maybe. <laughs> Y'all just got to do things different. Um, no, like, I, I guess not because, let me just say it. <laughs> I was wondering if, if it had anything to do with, like, the, the lowness of the numbers. Like, would you still say get on the 315? The 70? Um, yeah. Well, you, well. I'm glad that you brought that up, and that's a, a perfect point. And let me offer you this. Today, I drove on the 101. Okay, okay, well, all right. So I think you would say the, the 315. That's wild. Or maybe you'd say the 315. Ooh, okay. I don't know, I gotta find a different out there, yeah. I know. I, the only one that I know of, because out here's there's the 101. So now I'm like, maybe it's the 315. I don't know. I got to find another highway that has a higher three digit number. <laughs> Look at this. We are closing the transcontinental gap mm, here yep. at just enough to be dangerous. Yes. That's right. That's right. If you felt alone, disconnected from, you know, if you're in the Midwest and you're feeling disconnected from the West Coast, which I know is a big problem. Then it's, it's true. We fix that. And if you're on the, you know, the West Coast and you're like, how do I get to the roots of the country? How do I get to the middle of the country? Well, we're going to get you there. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. We got your back. We don't know what we're doing, but we got your back. Mm -hmm. Okay. With all that said, that, that clearly is a great segue to the NFL draft. Yes. Which happens every April. Which is in Ohio this year, if I'm not mistaken, right? Shut the front door. Okay. Where? I think it's in Cleveland. Let me double check. It is. It's live from Cleveland. Oh, my gosh. Guys, we didn't know that. We didn't know that. Wow. We really are closing the, closing the divide. It's all coming full circle. Time's a flat circle. Uh, whatever you're saying. <laughs> we are just here to help. Mm -hmm. We're all part of the universe, and we're here to help you. Back to the draft. It takes place in Cleveland, Ohio. It happens every April. This year in Cleveland. Sorry. That's right. It moves around. It didn't That's used to, though, right? I don't think it so. Was, Wasn't it, was it always, always a Radio City Music Hall, I thought. Yeah. At I least for so. a long time. You know what? Yeah, if it comes up in discussion, say, wow, remember when it was in Radio City Music Hall? There you go. Yep. That's all you know. It's just, that's the same level of, of fact as people in Europe called football soccer until the 70s. The 70s. 
Yep. And if you meet an older person from from Europe that's a, a football fan, they would probably call it soccer. Huh. So so like that whole like we're the only people who call it soccer thing is not even true anymore? Well, I think it's true now. I think it's a thing that arose as like a separating point. I don't know. Some sort of like way to separate it on purpose but it but it was called soccer until the 70s that's weird okay mm-hmm. so then even though football already existed they you know what i don't know because i feel like i could say the same thing both ways <laughs> so so american football already existed when they started to call soccer football but we started calling it football when people were already calling soccer football. We called American football football? Yeah, when we started calling American football football. Uh-huh. It was always called football. Correct. Okay. But at, at they the were time... They calling the, it soccer. Everybody was calling it soccer. Yeah. Or yeah, just I Europe. I think everybody. I don't think the U.S. has ever called it anything different. Okay. Let me be clear. When I say everybody, I mean Europe and America. So I don't know. How. <laughs> Damn it, Gary. <laughs> I'm sorry. In Europe, they called it soccer. You're going to get us canceled with our yeah. Eurocentric podcast. Uh-huh. There's only white people that exist in the world. That's. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yep. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You know, that would be a good point to, you know, it's just a, it was just a fun fact. That really popped into the brain. I still think it's a fun fact. I still think it's relevant to this conversation. <laughs> I, I may think that there might be more context needed to really get to the root of it, though. I, yeah, I think, I think the delivery could have used some work. Yeah. I think the, the fact is fun, nonetheless, as you stated. But yeah, but yeah you, you, you botched the, the delivery. <laughs> yeah, let me, let me try to get in Europe. They called soccer. They called, oh man, they called soccer. They called Soccer, what we call, they call, (laughs) (laughs) in Europe. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) The sport that we call soccer, they also called soccer, you know what, it's, it's fine. You guys. No, I think, I think you were nailing it though. Was was I? Okay. In Europe, in Europe, up until the 1970s. They referred to the sport that we call soccer as soccer also. Not until the 1970s did they start calling what we call soccer football in Europe. So did us calling... Nope, I'm still going to confuse that. Did we have any influence over that because we had a sport called football? Well, we are American, and everything we do influences everybody. So obviously they did it because of us and no other reason. Wow, we could definitely argue that point. <laughs> Why, what, what would be the onus around naming a completely different sport the same name? I, you know what? I, I straight up have no idea, and I don't think that's true. I, I have no idea. <laughs> Just, are you just making are you just making stuff up now, Carrie? <laughs> no, no, no. That that fact is true. I don't know. I don't I doubt Americans had an influence on it, but it could have been one of those things of like It's a weird coincidence if they didn't. It could have been like maybe maybe he 
this is where I'll just get into pure speculation. Maybe when um, Americans started playing soccer more, that's when some European, I don't know, probably an organization or something, started wanting to like separate it a bit because they were still and they were and still are obviously better at the sport. Okay, so well, that means we're not allowed to play it. No, 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 we can play it. It just may have been, I don't want to be offensive, but maybe it is a bit of a, a <clears throat> pretentiousness, a like, you know. Yeah, you, you, can, you can say that. I think, you, I think we can say that. Some okay, European maybe people are pretentious. It, yeah, maybe it was sort of a, a pretentiousness <laughs> from the European, um, I probably the whole soccer or federation the organizations the clubs maybe they were part of it were like no we're still better and we need to separate ourselves a bit and this is Man, an easy I, way to do it i hope not that seems so petty this is sports baby what else is there other than pettiness and history you got me there i got nothing to say to that if they did it for a legitimate reason i think that would be weirder to me no you, um, i mean you got me there because there's no good reason to change the name of an entire sport if it was something like oh we have to call it something different because soccer is being taxed more i'd be like that's fucking crazy <laughs> but if it's just like oh americans play soccer fuck them i'm gonna call it something different that makes more sense you know what i mean just like it does it does make more sense as as ridiculous as it is it does make more sense then again americans started a whole new country from taxes wow did i blow your mind that was a, a fair point. I have nothing to say. <laughs> Life is weird. Indeed. Uh, anyway, how many rounds are in the draft? I think that's a great, another great segue. It is. Yeah, that's, that's what we're here for, is to teach you guys how to transition in conversation. Yep. Actually, um, here's the important bit. The first night of the draft is the big night. Correct. And it, it is different from all the other nights. Yep. That's when you get your first picks. I don't know what they're doing this year because it's COVID times, but there is the vaccine. I don't know if I they're inviting I, the picks or if they're there doing that. Are, there are 13 players, I think, that are going. I don't know where I saw that, but um, let me see if I can find it on the internet. That are going to uh, be there? Yeah. Hmm. Who's it going to be? Like Trevor Lawrence, Kyle Pitts, just basically no. those top so I know that Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields aren't going to be there. Shut the front door again. If it was closed, open it and close it again. I, I got you. I can do that. Get some WD-40 for my hinges, and we'll just do this all day. Is Fields good? Justin Fields? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think uh, he is very good. I think, I mean... Okay, start off strong, he, and we are... <laughs> here's what I will say. Okay. <laughs> I have only seen Justin Fields play at Ohio State. That being said, say right. That's what happens for a lot of college. <laughs> right. But I mean he <laughs> he was at Georgia for a little bit before he, he right, came to right, us, right? right. Um, however, Joe Burrow, who was at OSU, but we only saw him play somewhere else. Somewhere else. <laughs> I'm blanking on the name. <laughs> LSU. <laughs> LSU, yeah. Um I have seen a lot of people play quarterback at Ohio State. Oh, I see where you're going. Yeah, this is a great, great point. Great point. That then they okay. Terrell Pryor, mm. Braxton Miller, uh, Bill Jones, J.T. Barrett. Uh -huh. Every single one of those guys knew could play football. Right. Every single 
some shortcoming that would make it very difficult for them to play or succeed in the NFL. Okay. Okay. Dwayne Haskins, Mm -hmm. I did not have that impression of. Okay. He is still young. So you're saying you thought Dwayne Haskins was better than those other names? Correct. Okay. Especially especially once he beat out Joe Burrow for the job. Oh, very true, very true. Very true. And I think that Dwayne Haskins is still young and still has the potential to be a very good quarterback. But something about... I can't even say Urban Meyer because it was also Jim Trestle before him. None of those guys ever developed into quality-level NFL quarterbacks. True. But it's so hard because Dwayne Haskins, he went to Washington, right? Yeah. Which is a dumpster fire. Always. And he started under a different coach than he has now too, right? Correct. He was under no uh, Jay Gruden. Yeah, he was under Gruden, and And is even at Washington now. Still, I can't even. I think he's no. He's he's now with the Steelers. The Steelers. Steelers. Oh no, not like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Look, I just searched his name. One of the top videos. Will the Steelers try to make Dwayne Haskins the successor to Big Ben? Ooh. That sounds like a nice hot take. I mean, I, I mean, you have to figure that... You're going to try something. Yeah, I mean, the man is one foot in the grave at this point, and... <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> <laughs> one foot on the golf course? Of no. retirement? No. No. Now, don't let Big Ben out in public. That's that's what a, my official stance is on him. I mean, there's there's that as well, but yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying. So, well, no, I don't. So, you started with a lot of quarterbacks at OSU look good in college, do not do well um, in the pros, but a lot of them also you can see in college that they have big deficits. Correct. And then we went to Dwayne Haskins where he said, actually, he looked like he was good to go. Yeah. And we kind of stopped there. And this is a discussion about field. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't see those. Do you see any deficits? Oh, you don't, you don't see the deficits either there. I don't. Not in Justin mm. Fields. I, for some reason, thought he was a little undersized. And then I think I just realized He's that. 6'3". Yeah, like I realized that. Ohio State just must recruit massive offensive linemen. Big, um, giant, huge people, yeah. I mean, he's shorter than Trevor Lawrence, but... Sure, but... But Trevor Lawrence is also... I mean, he's pretty freaking tall, so... Yeah, I'm about to say, but he's also taller than Drew Brees, Russell Wilson. Yeah. Probably Jalen Hurts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our short kings, but yes. He's, he's taller, taller than them. I mean... Drew Brees is legit. Russell Wilson's legit. So, oh yeah, oh yeah, he, uh, yeah. I, 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 admittedly, I didn't watch a ton of okay. his most recent season. Um, but in what I, well, I was, I wasn't boycotting football. I just didn't know that it was. I didn't feel like it was safe to just be like, yeah, let's just put them all out there and just hope for the best. Um, 
but oh yeah during covid you mean making yeah 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 making vulnerable uh kids who we exploit for money making them smash their bodies against each other and also maybe catch covid which could debilitate their lungs for the rest of their lives you know no big deal yeah no big deal yeah if it's putting a strain on your cardiovascular system and there's yeah 350 pound men running around boys boys love to play oh yeah they gotta play anyway i see what you're saying yeah yeah i get that it was harder to watch yeah but but what i did see the man the man can play football he he Mm -hmm. can read defense despite what people it sounds like are saying about him yeah i think the big knock is that he's 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 he can read but he's uh well, obviously he can read, but he can read <laughs> defenses, but he reads his reads are slower than that of maybe. I assume the only other person we're comparing him to would be Lawrence or I guess Wilson. And I mean, probably, at this but, point, we, we got to compare him to all the people who could go before him in the draft, which would, which would be Trey Lance and Zach Wilson yeah. and Trevor Lawrence, potentially. Okay. Right? Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. But I think. I think what also has to sort of be understood is that my understanding is that OSU also ran a lot of routes that s- developed slowly. Right. So he, he can only read as fast as the option becomes available to even yeah. unless, unless the knock on him is that he can't throw people open. Mm. Which but again, that's, I can't say one way or the other. Yeah. Cause that also is a, Especially in college, that's a, a system level thing because yeah. uh, OSU they don't really run plays that are like let's let the quarterback throw someone open. That's not uh-huh. really there. This is where you're supposed to be, and the ball will be there if you run the route correctly. That's... Right. If everyone does their job, <laughs> it'll be open, and that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Fields' job was to pick. He had a couple options that should all be open. In summary, it's hard to tell if he can transition, if any quarterback, not just Justin Fields, but most quarterbacks from college, can they transition to playing the type of system you want to play, the type of plays that you want to run when they're in a system that is not really designed for many decisions. You know what I mean? They're not made for decisions to be made at the, at like the first two seconds after the snap. It's designed to be made three to four seconds after the snap, yeah. which is just which is in football terms totally different. I agree, and and I think you you I feel like you always have to be wary of guys coming out of schools who oh how do I say this? I think part of the reason why someone like Zach Wilson gets to climb draft boards is because he has capability without being at a school that you know has a bunch of four and five star four and five star guys right um so like when justin fields comes out obviously when he's throwing to chris Olave and garrett wilson and Mm -hmm. kj hill and you know Mm -hmm. whatever it's you're gonna have some throws that maybe you're thinking you can make at the next level not realizing that every corner you face is a professional corner and maybe your receiver ain't, ain't a four-star receiver anymore. Uh, 
So, I mean, like you always have to be wary of, is it just the immense level of talent at that one particular school that's just overwhelming for most of the other schools that they played? Or is this guy actually legitimately good? Right. And it's honestly can be very difficult to tell. Yeah. Especially when, you know, you get to play Rutgers and yeah. Good Lord. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Yep. And that's, um, I forgot. Totally forgot. Yeah, I forgot. So, uh, Justin Fields, what, what's your final say on Justin Fields then? He, 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 let me summarize for our, for our listeners, because I know that was hard to follow. <laughs> A lot of quarterbacks at OSU look good at OSU, don't do well. Your personal opinion was Dwayne Haskin looks great. He's not doing well. You also think Justin Fields looks great. And so you think he will do what in the pros? I think Justin Fields will do well if one of two things happens. He gets drafted by a team that has a system that's well built for him, or he gets drafted by a team where he does not have to play right away. So he would do well at the Browns. I mean, yeah, if he falls into the 20s. Yeah, I mean, he won't, but I'm just saying that's... That's a place that has both of those things. That's true. That's true. He doesn't have to play for probably probably too many years. He's probably there. Yeah. But <laughs> you know, listen, personal opinion, Baker Mayfield, he's out of this league in a couple of years. Mm, honestly. That's not gonna happen. But I mean, you never know, but I don't you know, I don't see it happening. Yeah, I know. Um but that system is more QB friendly because it's based off those running backs. So, yeah, you know, um, anyway, so I see a lot of like in Atlanta, maybe. I don't know. I was just going to say, but that's exactly what I'm going to say is that a lot of um, mock drafts that I'm seeing are putting, are putting fields at Atlanta. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Matt Ryan, that's a good place. Yeah. Matt Ryan is not at the end of his career, but he's, Mm-hmm. rapidly approaching the end of his career. Yeah. Um, and he's a guy who's is, in that situation where it's like in three years, he's retiring. If he wins a Super Bowl, he could just quit after that too. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's also sort of in that, is he a Hall of Famer conversation? Right. I, I think he is. But he probably is stats-wise. But based yeah. on his face, he's not. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, I personally, Matt, I, I like Matt Ryan. Um, but Two first names. <laughs> coming from someone who has two last names, I can't say anything. So, um, oh my God, another revelation that is blowing my mind. <laughs> This is a huge day for me, you know. Wow, you do have two last names, so yep. you guys could combine. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's one way to look at that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what you would do when you got together, but you, you, could. you could. I mean, law firm feels like the only option, but I I'm not sure. Ooh, I love that. So it's a law firm that has four words listed. But it's actually only two people. 
Yeah, and you have to figure out, is it four last names? Is it uh-huh. two first and last names? Is it? Yep. <laughs> and then you come to find out it's two first name people, and you're like, this is so stupid. This Why is the dumbest I... thing I've ever seen before in my life. <laughs> Why didn't they just use two last names like everybody else? <laughs> uh, That's funny. I'm also, I mean, I'm somebody with an androgynous first name. This is know. true. So yes. I've got my own I've got my own issues with names, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Although I think your the, the spelling of your name helps that. You would think. <laughs> like now if it was like K E R R Y, right. I can't tell actually you know what that that may make it more it makes it more confusing, I think. It doesn't yeah. bother me anymore. It used to bother me as a kid, but I will tell my favorite I think my favorite story involving like a mix up with my name, which again does not bother me at all, but I went up to a uh it was the first time visiting a doctor's office. The um the person who took my ID, took mm-hmm. my insurance card, talked to me and did say my name, said my name. I gave her all that info. Let her make a copy of my uh, insurance card. I sat down to fill out more of the paperwork, right? She comes back from copying the ID card. After talking to me, again, I just want to repeat, she talked to me, looked me in the face, said my name. She comes back, and in order to give the the um, cards back to me, she was going to call a name, right? And she says, Miss Carrie? <laughs> And I'm like, but you talk to me. <laughs> you have my ID. You talk to me. It has my face on it. And, you know, <laughs> it's not, again, not a big deal for me. It's fine, but, but why? I don't know. It's the name. You know, so, so here's the thing. I don't have an androgynous name, mm-hmm. but the way that people choose to read my name oh, okay. often makes it become that. Yeah. Um, which is why, like, anyone who knows me knows that I despise the nickname Mitch. Never liked it. Never uh-huh. will. Yep. But when I go to a place where I know they're going to have to call my name for something. Uh-huh. I give them Mitch because no one mispronounces Mitch. But when I give people my name as Mitchell, one, if I don't spell it for them, they're going to spell it wrong. So there's that point first and Which foremost. Which is wild. Yeah. And so it's they, Michelle. They go straight to the M-I-C-H. They just skip yes. the T. Uh-huh. And they're like, yeah, they got an M. We got a C-H. We got some L's. We're good. Yeah. That's interesting. For, you know, I don't know if you get the, the um, are those called prefixes? Mr. 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 Mrs. Miss. Is that yeah, prefixes? Those are called prefixes. Yeah. I, I've always found, for me, people, for, for whatever reason, people, I've heard it a lot for me, like Miss Carrie. And I'm like, why, why do you include a, a gendered term at all? Just say yeah. your name. Yeah, Just use their name. You're taking a chance that you don't have to take. Yeah, they'll and if someone wants you, like when I worked at a bank, if someone was like, "Call me Mrs. 
whatever, or call yeah. me Mr. They'll tell you. They'll tell you. They always tell you. So there's no reason to really assume it. You know what I mean? No reason yeah. to just, why? Anyway, that's neither, that will not be a topic at the draft at all. They want no. to avoid the discussion of gender and pronouns at the draft at all costs. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They, they, they've already lost enough viewers who feel like they've succumbed to the the liberalization of the culture of <laughs> saying out loud that race is real. Oh my God. I am colorblind. I don't see race, which means I live in a white neighborhood and am white. Correct. <laughs> Yeah. Including if, well, no, it could mean that you're black, but yeah, you, you live with I mean, white could. people and all of your friends are white and you want to be accepted by your white friends who also yeah. don't see color. Yes. I would say that was more like if in an, in an NFL fan, it's, yes. it's, it's probably a, a white dude saying, that, uh-huh. I think. Yeah. Oh, that's what I think. <laughs> anyway, now that we've gotten here, Speaking of white dudes, back to Matt Ryan. <laughs> back to Matt Ryan. <laughs> uh, he seems like a nice white guy, though. Seems nice. Seems nice. Seems nice. We don't know what skeletons he has hidden in his closet. Not that there I mean, are any. It's been three or four years in Boston, at least. So we, true. <laughs> we, we can't say for true. sure. <laughs> he is lucky there was not Facebook when he was a teenager. Okay. That's, that's all we're saying. That's reckless. That's reckless speculation on our part. <laughs> How dare us say anything against Matt the probably fine. of Boston? Yeah, Matt Ryan's probably fine. Or the more that I say, the more that I try to walk it back, the worse it sounds to me. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, we messed up. We just, yeah, Matt we Ryan's gotta... probably fine. Probably fine. Probably fine. Um, so at the end of this conversation, listeners, you may not know enough about the draft to talk about it, but you'll know a lot about Justin Fields, Matt Ryan, Justin Fields, Matt Ryan names our, our disdain for Boston, our disdain for Boston, which will come through on every episode. We'll never let that go. I, it even before we get, this is the last thing I think, and we have to get back to the draft. We have to, <laughs> we have to, we've been watching a lot of survivor lately. Ooh. Okay. I love survivor. This is, I'm going to give a free promo to survive. <laughs> Okay, folks, it's good. <laughs> okay, I don't know why we've been taking so long to watch it. It's so good. Anyway, with that said, anytime there's somebody from Boston, <laughs> I don't even know where you're going with this, <laughs> but I, it's going to be great regardless. <laughs> so a thing about we all know reality television, television in general, you, you know, there's characters that you identify with characters that you like. Yes. If I see somebody that's from Boston, instant disdain in every episode I see them, I'll make a comment to my wife. Like, well, they're from Boston. Of course they'd say that. <laughs> oh, now, they're from Boston. Of course they do that. Oh, they're from Boston. Don't trust them. Now you're not from any other new England state, right? You're, you're not, you're, you're not a Yankees fan, right? You're no, you're, you're not any of these things. No. All right. So do you want to explain any of your disdain for Boston? Yes. Or is this, is this purely a Ben Affleck, Matt Damon thing that has ruined your whole life? 
No, you know, surprisingly, I don't mind them and their Boston-ishness. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I really don't mind it. The Town, I like that movie. Um, uh, the, uh, uh, I was going to say Finding Forrester, but that's a totally different movie, which is great. Goodwill Hunting? There you go. I liked there it. it is. <laughs> I liked it. I liked it. What I don't like about Boston is the sports fans. Ah, okay. And that carries over into my personal life regarding TV shows and things. If I met you in person, like at work, and you're from Boston, I'm not going to, like, you know, sabotage you, <laughs> I think. But, you know, it's just that. It's the sports culture there and the racism. Well, I mean, the sports culture and the racism are sort of tied together, I would argue. Hand in hand. Yes. That was not a shotgun marriage that was thought about, and they love it. They love uh -huh. each other. So That's who they want to be. Yep. And I love that one of our first episodes, we're going to get hate mail of not all Boston sports fans. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, if this thing makes it to Boston, yeah. you know what? Send all the hate mail you want. I'm cool with it. Let us yeah. know. And also Ben Shapiro. I mean, that's a big part of it. Oh so, God! Oh God! Is he even from Boston, or is he just a, is he just a Celtics fan? This is my. I'm going to let you know. This is Ben Shapiro is from Los Angeles. Oh, that's right. That's right. All right, go go on. Yes. He's a tool. Proceed. That's it. I think yeah. that's enough to know. If you know anything about sports, L.A. and Boston, huge rival rivalry. Huge. Mm -hmm. And the idea that you are a teenager sitting in an L.A. classroom saying, actually, I like Boston. What? And you want, and you know what, you want to know why it's worse? Here, not, now I got I to disgrace my Google searches with the name Ben Shapiro. Let's see. All right. So when Larry Bird retired, uh -huh. Ben Shapiro was... Eight. Oh my. Um, approximately eight. So he doesn't even have a star to like. Yeah, Magic Johnson's in in the. Yes. Like I don't I don't understand. That's what I'm saying. There's not a okay. I let me. Yeah, let me clarify. Of course, there are. Everybody that's in a playing at a professional level can be a star or a hero to a kid. However, you live in Los Angeles. Magic Johnson is playing. There's not really anybody that could overshadow that. Not, not as an LA kid, not as an LA kid. Exactly. I, so, so what could be the only problem? Did he not want to be a Kurt Rambis fan? Like, like, is that his issue? He didn't want to be a Kurt Rambis fan. I think his issue is he likes to be contrarian. Well, he loves to be an asshole, and it was his probably only personality trait as a kid. Yeah, you're nicer than me. Really, I felt like that was pretty mean. No, I, I just I just assume that he's been racist his entire life, and there oh, weren't yeah. enough white there weren't enough white guys on the Lakers. Okay, yeah, I guess. Right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that puts a finer point on it. Yeah, that's. A, <laughs> Maybe a little less. Out. Maybe a little less fair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna have two kinds of mail from this episode. Yeah. Not all Boston fans and not all Ben Shapiro listeners. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, that's a huge success. 
Join us next time when we talk about something else stupid. And it will be, definitively. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Peace. Peace.